Good morning. Today is Monday, October 4th, 2021. I want to share with you a startling essay that was written by Rabbi Shlomo Riskin several years ago. And it it may surprise uh, some of us, but I think it's a message that every one of us needs to hear and to absorb and to remember. When we talk about belief in God, we usually divide people into three groups. There are a group of atheists. Atheists are certain. They are confident in their rejection of the idea of a God, of a of a supreme being, and they know they're certain, they're clear. On the other hand, there is the believer, a person who believes in God, a person who glories in his or her faith in a creator, in a God who accompanies them through life, who looks out for them. And then there is a category in the middle of an agnostic. An agnostic is, by definition, a person who is unsure. A nost translates as not knowing. A person who not only is unsure if there is a God, but despairs of the possibility of ever knowing for sure if there is a God or not. And in a certain sense, an agnostic is the loneliest category because they just don't know. They're just not sure. They're in between. Our Parsha this week gives us a view of two very different agnostics. At the beginning of the Parsha, and at the very end of the Parsha. And the difference between them will hold a tremendously important lesson for every single one of us. The second agnostic in our Parsha is at the very end of our Parsha. His name is Haran, and he was the brother of Avraham. And the first, which may sound a little surprising, is Noah, Noah, the main personality in our Parsha. How in the world can I assert that Noah is an agnostic? Based on the following. So God comes to Noah, says there's going to be a flood, get ready. Noah builds a teva, an ark. It takes many, many years, but he does so. And then finally, God's warning comes to pass and it starts to rain. And the Torah says, Vayavo Noach uvanav v'ishto uneshevanav el ito el hateva. And Noach went into the ark. He went with his sons. He had three sons. His sons his wife, his son's wives, his daughters-in-law, 
they went into the ark, Mipnei Mehamabul, because of the waters of the flood. It started to rain, and the flood started. So, you know how a flood goes. It starts, and it creeps up, and it creeps up, and it creeps up. Of course, what God said was, it's going to creep up so far that it's going to destroy the entire world. So Noah and his family went into the ark, Mipnei Mehamabul, because of the waters of the flood. Rashi quotes a famous comment that picks up on those last three words, because of the rising waters of the flood. Why doesn't the Torah just say, Noah went into the ark? Because God commanded him to go into the ark. Listen to Rashi. Af Noah miktani amunahoya. Noah also was those who was among those who had an incomplete amount of faith. Listen to these words. Mamin ve'eno mamin. He believed in what God said, but at the same time he also did not believe what God said. Mamin ve'eno mamin shiavu hamabul. He believed God's warning, but he also was not exactly, completely, 100% sure. Vlonichnas Lateva, he didn't go into the ark as soon as it started raining. He went into the ark, when he was pushed into the ark because of the rising floodwaters. He hedged his bet. He waited until the last possible moment because he wasn't entirely certain. Maybe it would rain, maybe it would start to flood, and then maybe it would go back down again and it wouldn't be as terrible as God had warned. Noah is an agnostic. He lives with a certain amount of uncertainty. He believes but he doesn't believe. And therefore, Rashi, in this famous comment, identifies him as the first agnostic in human history. Then we come to the end of the Parsha. Now, the end of the Parsha, we meet a person, very, very briefly, named Haran. The Torah says as follows, the Eile Toldos Terach. These are the generations and descendants of a man named Terach. Terach Holid as Avram, as Nachar, as Haran. Terach had three sons Avram, Nachar, and Haran. Then the Torah says, Vayamas Haran al Terach Aviv. Haran died tragically early, before his father, that is, Terach had to witness Nebuch, God forbid, the death of his son, Haran. Be'eretz Molatito, Haran died in the land of his birth. Be'urkazdim, in this place called Urkazdim, that's where Avram was from, Urkazdim. It's somewhere in the area that's now along the border between Iran and Iraq. 
Why do we need to know exactly where Haran was born? This is the first and last mention of Haran. His character is completely played out within the Torah. That's it. That's all we know about him. So why is it important to us to know that he was died in the place called Urkazdin? So Rashi quotes a narrative of our rabbis in the Midrash that, number one, brings Haran to life for us, and number two, sets up Haran as a parallel, but a counterfoil to Noah earlier in the Parsha. And our rabbis tell the following story. Terach was a person who uh, manufactured idols. He was an idolater, not only an idolater, he was a maker of idols. His son Avram came to the belief that there's only one God. The idols are false. He smashed the idols of his father Terach and Terach, it's hard to imagine, brought Avram to justice and accused Avraham of the capital crime of breaking idols before the king Nimrod. Terach informed on his own son. So there was a trial. And at the trial, Haran, Avram's brother, took no position. He didn't agree with Avram. He didn't disagree with Avram. Nimrod sets up this trial by fire where Avraham is made to go into a fiery furnace. But because of Avraham's belief in God, God creates a miracle and Avraham emerges unscathed. The word Ur-Kazdim actually is translated as fiery furnace. Haran sees what happened to Avram. Ah, worked out for Avram. So Haran says, I also believe that the idols are false. Nimrod causes Haran to go through the fiery furnace. But the miracle does not occur for Haran, and Haran is killed in the fire. Terrible story. But listen to what is going on here. Haran is a person who is an agnostic. He's not sure. Could be his father is right. Could be his brother's right. So he takes no position. How is it that Haran is unsure and Noah is unsure? But Noah ends up so successfully, the Torah itself calls Noah, God himself calls Noah a tzaddik, a righteous person. But Haran, also unsure, and comes to a terrible end. So this is an insight from Rabbi Moshe Bezdin, a blessed memory. He says as follows, there is a tremendous difference between Haran, 
who took no position, which, of course, is a decision. It is a position of agnosticism, of uncertainty, of not knowing. The difference between Haran and Noah is Noah was unsure. He was uncertain. Nevertheless, notwithstanding his doubts, he went ahead and built the ark. He went ahead and prepared as if what God had said was true, even though he wasn't 100% certain until it actually happened. And our rabbis tell us Noah was bu busy building the ark for 120 years. And of course, you're in your front yard building an ark for 120 years. People come by. What are you doing? Well, the earth is going to come to an end by a flood and you better change your ways. And people laughed at him, but he kept up at it. He acted as if he was certain. Haran was uncertain, but he acted as if he was certain God did not exist. Haran, by his inaction, was acting as if he was certain that there was no God. He took no action whatsoever. Indecision is also a decision. Noah reached his spiritual level not because he was so great in the area of faith. He did not have 100% faith. But in spite of the fact that his faith was not 100%, he was acting in accordance with what God commanded. And it's just logical. If you're not sure, wouldn't it be smart just to be safe and to act as if it is true? Here's what we learn. We learn something that I think is relevant to every single one. Well, it's relevant to every single person who's honest with themselves. Every single person who is honest with themselves, who considers themselves a religious person or a believing person, has moments of doubt. Everyone. No one is exempt from that unless you're dishonest. Very often that doubt comes along with guilt, with recrimination, with feeling that I have failed, that I've been wrong. Here's the lesson. Everybody lives with a certain amount of doubt. Haran lived with doubt. Noah lived with doubt. But you can live with a certain amount of doubt and still be a tzaddik a righteous person. God himself can call you a righteous person. What is necessary when we face moments of doubt, which everyone faces, is to keep acting in accordance with what God commands. Even if we're unsure. Everybody struggles. And I think that Noah is such an important character for us, such an important lesson for us to understand 
We can have shortcomings. We can have doubts. We can have uncertainty. We cannot be sure that what God has said is going to happen, that what God has told us is exactly accurate. Of course it is, but we can be unsure at times. And we can still be a tzaddik. And Noah shows us how to do it. Haran shows us how not to do it. How it leads to tragic ends. Noah shows us how we can live with uncertainty and we can still be a tzaddik by acting the way we're commanded to act. My friends, every one of us, I think, if we're honest, is at some time or another unsure, uncertain, not completely convinced. That's okay. That is normal. What is necessary is to choose to be like Noah and not like Nahav. Not like Haran, because that's not going to get us where we want to go. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.